BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Oh, yes. I hate this. It is revolting. More? Please. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, July 21, 2022, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 550 of the Biden-Harris administration, 106 days until the 22 midterms. Find me on Instagram at TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go. Our Patreon is BobSeskaShow.com. And sitting right over there is the Goth Ninja. <laughs> Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, patreon.com slash from the bunker. Subscribe now. Do it now. Go now. Patreon.com slash from the bunker. Also, David Ferguson, we call him T Rex. His music project is Astral Summer, astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Got a preview of a potentially brand new single from Astral Summer this week. I can't fucking wait. And of course, Mr. Astral Summer himself is having an ocular migraine. That's you're you're on my you're stepping on my toes. That's my beat, David. <laughs> I'm sorry. I w- I'll give it up as quickly as possible. <laughs> you're you ripping me right off. Back. I created that. I feel like uh, I'm like I'm Howard Stern a, of ocular migraines. <laughs> I'm just a poser. <laughs> you feeling no, okay? It's, it's no just pain, a no spinny, it's, just, it's just like a weird zigzag floor pattern. Weird. Yeah. Uh, on in one eye that comes and goes. Uh, I think it's got something to do with caffeine, yep. and it may be tied to my new antidepressant, but there's no pain and no nausea, and so it's just a little trippy. I'm trying to pretend I spent good money for this. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're on shrooms or something like that. Are you seeing- But not uh, having really, the it, fun. Yeah. <laughs> it does actually kind of remind me of acid visuals. Okay. It does. It does. Are you seeing goblins? Are there goblins? Shadow people? Maybe? Nah. Are you smoking a joint with Jim Morrison? That's all I want to know. Ride the snake. I never saw a single goblin or like scary face in the mirror or anything when I was tripping on acid. And I think it was just because they were all fucking scared of me. Like, (laughs) have you noticed? Oh, that asshole's in our world tonight. Let's go hide. Yeah. (laughs) And guess what? They're starting to legalize uh, psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah. Because there are evidently uh, medical uses for them. There are. And they terrify me. I've never tried mushrooms. And and I I did them once and they were kind of like. I don't want to say expired, but they they were not that strong. We'll go with that. Um, and I was a little terrified, but it was funny because I had taken them, and then my sister's um, uh, my sister had passed away, so yeah. her her fiance came over and we were hanging out, and I looked up at him and he had his uh, cowboy hat over his head, sleeping on my couch, and it just started to melt a little, and I went, "Oh, now I'm high." 
Oh, that would terrify me. That would make me so uncomfortable. I would be sitting there looking at something like that and going, I can't wait until this is over. No, but as no, long as Bob, you know you're high, part of the high is that you're like, oh, I'm getting my money's worth, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, like uh, if you slip something and you don't know you've taken it, then I can then, understand then being scary. freaked out. But if you mm-hmm. know that you've taken a drug and then it <laughs> kicks in, you, and go, you go to a oh. very like observational part of your yeah. brain. Yeah, you're like, like, wow, wow, there good. it is. I'm okay. I'm way too controlling. My personality is way too controlling. I have to. This is exactly what I said right up until I took a hit of acid. It's not anything like you it's think. Trust it's me, really it's not, not like right. the the crazy like you know videos you got shown in school where the babysitter no. puts the kid in the oven thinking it's a turkey. Yeah, never no, no, jumped no, no, off no. a roof thinking I no. could fly. Okay, I never um, said I was a golden god. Um, well, I might have done that. You might have done. That. Well, of course you did. But no, I mean, I remember the first time I did acid. It was very funny because I was living in Denver. Mm-hmm. It's the first and only time I did it. And when did I do it? Right before a Motley Crue concert. Oh, like, yeah. Well, it seems to me as was I thinking? That may be one that of the best fun. That sounds like it would be really fun. It was yeah. fun. It wasn't too, I wasn't too high because it was, it was kind of about we had eaten and it was mellow and I hadn't had anything to drink. So it was le- relatively mellow. But I remember seeing a bunch of friends of mine across the arena going, hi, and then looking down going, wow, that's pretty. You know, it was just like. I think if I were to do it, it would be maybe... 20 years ago during a Yes concert, perhaps. There you Maybe go. not Yes now because they're just performing at, like cruise ships is where Yes is performing. I, I, like in their I think prime. it's probably going to happen on some weekend when I come up and okay. stay in D.C. and we're just going to be like, no, you just yeah. now you do it's it with time, friends. Bob. You do it with friends. You do it, with you do friends, it in a you safe, a safe place. Yeah. yeah, you can't do it someplace that, that you're unsure yeah. of. or <laughs> You really need to like, because a friend of mine who actually was a character in Weed mm-hmm. who sold her all the drugs. She, That person was based on a friend of mine oh, that used wow. to make pot cookies and then we would call them uh, he, the pot mushroom cookies. Wait, wait, hot, so, hot cookies? What, hot? Pot, pot oh, cookies. Hot, hot cookies, okay, pot God, cookies, I'm going And then he would, he would also do them, make them with mushrooms. Oh, wow, okay. Bob's and, already gone to the pure snacking. I know, look <laughs> at him. No, they were hot too. No, but it was, so he had, we had the cookies and then, Basically, he would be like, don't eat a full mushroom pot cookie because okay. then you go into what we would call a cookie K-hole. Oh, my God. I sound so square today. I'm and, such a square. And literally a quarter of one of those cookies was like the perfect high. It was, <laughs> okay. it was mellow with a little bit of more than mellow. Yeah. But if you ate a half of one, that's when you started to trip a whole one. Forget about it. You're in a K-hole for as long as it takes to come down. I mean, I've had my share of debauchery and I've experimented with certain things and I just, I feel like Wally Cleaver right now. <laughs> it's like when, no, it, when I mean, my friend used to sell them at, at, at parties. Yeah. And one time I had a party right before July 4th and my, a friend of mine was over with his son, uh-huh. who's, by the way, diabetic. And he said, so those cookies have just, they're just brownies and stuff. And I said, yeah, John, but I don't think your son should eat them anyway because he's diabetic. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> it's not about, it's not about shit that's in them. It's about their sugar. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I was okay. just going to say that mushrooms are unpredictable. You never they know are. like what, how much, so, I mean, because once I took them, nothing happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once I took them, I got incredibly nauseated, went outside, like barked at the ground without actually tossing anything up. Oh my and God. Side and just beat the shit out of this guy that had been making fun of my band while I was on stage. <laughs> Jesus, wow. Which I... no one ever expected that from skinny little David Ferguson at 25 <laughs> or whatever because I was like still under the impression that I was like 
the puniest guy in the room and should never fight because I'm a gay. But something about the mushrooms sent me into a serious emotional – and the guy had been like standing like – 10 feet away from my mic, yep. making fun of me the whole time I was singing. Oh, yeah, fuck that well, okay. Yeah, and I went downstairs, <laughs> and I had taken the mushrooms before I sang, and, it, and then I went downstairs, I like dry heaved twice, I went back upstairs, <laughs> I grabbed him by the head and smashed, grabbed him by the hair and smashed his head into the wall and then started punching him. Well, this uh, podcast this has been brought to you by the Mushroom Growers <laughs> so of America. Excited. Yes, this sounds that sounds really super fun to be on mushrooms, David. And I'm not oh, saying, oh come on, Bob, it's, it's not, fun. Yeah, okay, fun. It's sarcastic fun, is what it is. It not was kind fun. of fun because yeah. that guy was one of those like untouchable hipster dudes. You know, like he was okay. an asshole to everybody and everybody was like, nobody dared to touch him because he was such a dick. He would say something horrible and mean and blah, 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 blah. And I just was like, no, your time has ended. Your time is up, white princess. And I just clobbered him and they pulled me off of him. And the next day, people were like, David Ferguson beat a guy up at the party last night. And so everybody was like, he must have deserved it. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Well, in uh, other news... We're going to start this because President Biden, yeah, Joe Biden, President Biden has tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Is this his first? His first time as far as we know, yeah. Yeah, and by playing this music, I, I am kind of downplaying the seriousness of it, but it's always serious when the president gets COVID, especially when the president yes. is 78 years old. And he's apparently got mild symptoms, a runny nose, a, uh, an annoying little cough, and he feels run down, a little bit tired. Just posted a, uh, a photo. Just a of normal day for me. <laughs> That's right. Every goddamn day for some of us. Uh, but he's doing okay. He's taking Paxlovid. Uh, he's obviously been boosted up to date as far as his COVID vaccinations. So... It sounds like he's going to be just fine. So that's good news. Of course, all the trolls are now swarming Twitter, swarming social media, saying, ah, we told you the vaccines don't work. Masking don't work. That's not it. No, they fucking bullshit motherfuckers. I fucking hate those fucking fuckity fucks. (laughs) Yes. I'm just at this point, if, you know, variants keep coming and and now with Omarion MA5 or whatever it's called. BA5. Um... You can get it, like, you know, as soon as you get over it, you can get it again. Mm. And I figure just this is going to kill just enough Trump voters between now and November to hand <laughs> us the Senate. See, now um, now you're really stepping on my territory because I was trying to figure <laughs> out, like, will the COVID deaths on the Republican side balance out all the voter suppression? And so that's my ongoing calculus. Yeah, It yeah. really could. And I'm, you know, I'm all for it at this point. They brought mm. it on themselves. Uh. <laughs> you know, it's terrible that they listened to the asshole for mm-hmm. so long. Yeah, and of course. We didn't get vaccinated at the degree we should have because it, had we done that when they were available, BA5 probably wouldn't exist. And don't get me started on if he had never been president. But besides that, mm-hmm. um, had had he done the right thing and just like Francis and An- Angela said last week on Stephanie's show, had he just stepped away and said, let the CDC deal with it? Yeah, Donald That's Trump. That's all he is, had to do. Donald Trump is the reason no, we're in the middle the of all of this still two years later. Yeah. At that point. That's the thing. The camera is his fucking butt plug. <laughs> he just is like, got to have There's it. the title it's of the show. The camera is his butt plug. Quite possibly, yes. I'm I'm thinking that that is. The camera is his butt plug. It's just not comfortable. You know, he's got something's missing. And the cameras are on him. And he's like, ah. It's like a pacifier for his 
tailpipe. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, meantime, I just, I, you know, like he was doing those daily press conferences where he just served up chopped word salad, mm-hmm. told people to inject bleach, lied, obfuscated, minimized. I mean, and I just, I still. He needs to be held accountable for the people who have died. Yes, yes. He needs Fox News needs to be held accountable for the people who have died. They yes. spread critically false information during a medical emergency. Yeah. And as I've been saying for a while now, though, David, is uh, we exist in a society, unfortunately, that can't multitask like that. And it's been weaponized by Donald Trump and the Republican Party. They understand that we can't focus on so many things at the same time. We can't focus on uh, accountability, justice, when it comes to the insurrection. We can't include that plus all of the other things that preceded it all at once. And so, yeah, they're taking advantage of that. They're exploiting that inability to multitask when it comes to justice in this country and the rule of law. And that's one of the many dangers of this red hat movement. And that's one of the reasons why Donald Trump has not been accountable. I mean, other than losing the election, which I think COVID had a lot to do with that. But uh, beyond that, presiding over the deaths of 400,000 Americans, knowing that his policy was do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. That was the Donald Trump policy regarding COVID. I mean, there was a couple of weeks when they did a lockdown, but everything beyond that, when it was... Well, they only locked down until they figured that black people and people in yeah. blue states were dying. And once yeah. that happened, yeah. they said, fuck it. Right. And it's created this infectious anti-vaxxerism in this country that mm. is, I think, even more concerning when we start to and see... And it's being other- fed by the Russians. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, Yes. Plus, when you look at the possibility of another outbreak with another virus, I am deeply concerned that the American people just aren't prepared for that. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it is here. Monkeypox. Monkeypox, yeah. yeah. Monkeypox is a problem. Monkeypox right now yeah. is being spread in close contact by people like athletes and, and gay men who are using showers and sex clubs. But, I mean, it ain't You don't even have to be having there. sex, by the way. It's just sweat to sweat will do it. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's I'm relatively really, easy to get. I'm super nervous about going to the gym. I mean, oh, wait, I, but you, you and I, you and I, all of us are old enough to have had a smallpox vaccine. Okay, all right. And that will protect us. Uh, not 100%. Box, really? Yes, it's a similar wow. virus, like chickenpox. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very similar. Yeah. Um, it's a pox on society. <laughs> but yes, um, no, if you've had a smallpox vaccine, I think you're 80%. Uh, inoculated, mm. but they stopped giving smallpox vaccines, I think, in the 80s. So it's the kids that are in their 30s and 40s that are getting it because they never got a smallpox vaccine because we fucking eradicated it by the 1980s. Right, right. Well, meantime, the New York State Health Department has confirmed yeah. a case of polio in Rockland, Rockland County. Polio's back. Yeah. Fantastic. Rockland County, my so dad's retro. hometown. Yeah, yeah. Those who are vaccinated for polio are considered to be at low risk. The number of unvaxxed yeah. against the disease has crept up in recent years, including in New York City. Health Department strongly recommends you get vaxxed ASAP for fucking polio. No, the- anti-vaxxers <laughs> have been talking about this shit because of that dumb autism thing in what the... Oh, yeah. Early 2000s. Early 2000s. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And uh, oh, I'm forgetting Jenny her name. Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy, exactly. Mm. It was based on this English doctor who literally studied Andrew 12 Whitfield. people. Mm-hmm. 12 yeah. people. That's not a sample. 
Yeah. Yeah. And of anybody. fabricated his results. Exactly. It's it's on to, it's on top of only 12 people and the results were bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so then all of a sudden, oh, my kid has autism, it must be because of that. By the way, autism, you can live with that. You can't live with polio very well. You can't live with measles, it could kill you. You yeah. can't live with smallpox. I mean, there's so many diseases that polio can kill you or put you in an iron lung. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. But then I get concerned that because we are so fucking self-destructive in this country. We are so self-defeating as people. We just, we're the townspeople from the Simpsons is what we are. are. Easily led, easily deceived, easily suckered, and easily duped into, you know, annihilating ourselves. And so in that regard, (laughs) the idea that polio may reemerge at a time when we're at our weakest as far as our vaccination rate is concerning to me. I'm not saying go out and panic yet, but I'm saying that we got to keep a closer eye on this because we can rely on the fact that our fellow Americans will probably not do the right thing. I mean, everyone (laughs) listening to the sounds of our voices right now, by and large, are doing the right thing. But there's this large population of people who aren't, and they're making everyone vulnerable because of their lack of responsibility. So there we are. That's why I'm mentioning polio in Rockland County, New York, which I have been to many, many times. There's a place called Rockland Bakery up there that is absolutely... Absolutely the greatest bread that you have ever had. The marble rye. <laughs> I'm starting to sound like Larry King. Try the marble rye at Rockland Bakery in Rockland County, New York. <laughs> it's like something that he would totally write about. <laughs> that was fantastic, Bob. Wow. I'm here all I week. Can, I can <laughs> smell the gin and tonic. It was crazy. Well, he he would always servers. Yeah, he would always talk about things like the crab cakes at Duke Zebert's restaurant in Washington D.C. You got to try the crab cakes. Go down to Duke Zebert's and pick up the crab cakes. (laughs) They're delicious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking Duke Zebert to one of his favorite places. One of mine too, the town of Cooperstown, New York. This is the Larry King Show in Washington. All right, so that that's it for that. Okay, important shit coming up tonight. Obviously, Ooh, people yeah. people of the future, you will have what seen this start? already. Uh, I think 8 p.m. Eastern. 8 o'clock Eastern. Yeah, sounds good. I'm not sure if Benny Thompson is going to be there. He also he has he COVID. Won't. He's not going to be there. Who they're, is like Liz, Liz Cheney is going to run the proceedings, I imagine? She should. She's the vice chair. I would imagine she will. Well, here's the fun thing about tonight. The I mean, this is not just my, this is not my sarcastic fun. This is not fun. That's not like that. This is fun. purely fun. They're going to be showing the blooper reel, the outtakes from <laughs> Donald Trump's no. January 6th video. We all remember that video that uh, that afternoon while there were, you know, red hats trying to uh, occupy Congress, overthrow Congress. And during that, Donald Trump produced a video in which he <laughs> kept saying, we love you, we love you. We love you, insurrectionists. We, we love, love you. you. You're very special. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which is exactly what he was doing. And tonight we get to see all of the excerpts, all the stuff that he wanted to say, right. all of the back and forth between him and his advisors trying to figure out how the fuck are they going to corral this maniac into saying, I'm please go it's going to be like, liberty bidgeable. <laughs> <laughs> liberty bidgeable. Fine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I mean, I just, the Can shit that made it out. Can I just come out of out, the water? 
like, <laughs> as how bad his tapes were, just his speeches in general on yeah. video. Mm-hmm. Like, how incoherent and, like, I mean, is he going to be, like, duck walking like Chuck Berry or, like, shitting himself and throwing it at the camera? I mean, like, how bad can I, it be? I mean, obviously, from a legal perspective, I hope to see his true colors in this yeah, thing. Not I think the Because the video that came out... There is a little bit of wiggle room in there because he did tell those people to go home. It was two hours into the insurrection, but he and did tell did people to go And they did, finally. Home. Yeah, and they did. But that doesn't preclude the fact that he may have been muscled into doing that. He may have been coerced into doing it that. It did look like a hostage video to me. Yes, a, a little bit. So... <laughs> I mean, I'm not anticipating like a Casey Kasem series of bloopers where he's fucking up the language or something like that and then cursing in between takes. I'm, You're listening to American like, like Top this. 40 on WKRM 1340, where we're getting involved with you. <laughs> Shit. Folks, you're on time again, just saying WKRM 1340. Oh, fuck. The countdown will begin this Saturday morning at 9 and again Sunday morning at 9 right here on Maine's most listened to radio station, W. I'm not going to say all that shit. How do I know they're the most listened to station? Just listening to Shaggy talk like that is I know. Okay, drop it out and just say right here on. No, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I don't. Okay. The countdown will begin this Saturday morning at 9 and again Sunday morning at 9 right here on Radio W. Oh, shit. Right here on what? On right here on WYG. All right. Wait, frustrated. All right. Fr- frustrated producer. The people. You're listening. What the fuck is this? <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> the it's countdown will begin this Saturday night at 7 and again Sunday evening at. <laughs> the countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 12 right here on Center County's most popular radio station, WRSC, Radio 1390. Fuck it. <laughs> this is Casey Kasem inviting you to join me Fucking for American Top 40 Texas. immediately following the Trailblazer game on 1390 KSLM Salem. Hey, what the fuck am I doing? Promos inside the fucking game? All right, great Casey Kasem. I'm not comparing Casey Kasem to Donald Trump. I'm Please just don't. saying, yes, I'm just Please looking don't. for an excuse to play that tape because that's But Bill O'Reilly, I... you've got him, you know, <laughs> fucking do it live. Oh, you know, yeah. That's more Trump like. That's way more Trump like. You know, I should have you producing this show. <laughs> <laughs> I barely uh, produce mine. <laughs> yeah, because now I've got to find that tape and play it. Is this oh, you'll the. Do it live! There it is. Oh, that? No. Okay, here we go. I think this is the freak out right here. That's tomorrow. And that is it for us today. <laughs> okay, I don't know what. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. No, there it is. We are going to do Sting, yeah. Okay, but okay. I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Okay. There are words right. on it. Yes, there, there are. There's no words there to there play are. us out. What does that mean, to play us out? I mean, how do you get to... The like, word is to play us out, or yeah. the words. How do you get Bill? to 20 years into your career okay. at that point, and Bill O'Reilly doesn't understand the phrase to play us out? As, exactly. As far as music playing as the show ends, as the show goes out. That's how it yeah. works, Bill, you fucking asshole. We're being played out with Sting. I think O'Reilly is one of those people, though, that when they get super angry, like, certain things just <laughs> elude them. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they, they don't have their words. They don't have comprehension. And he's just looking at those words like he's not, and he can't make them make sense. Right, right. Well, we have to play the rest of it, so here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, it's a video, Sting video. <laughs> What is for credits? I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? Oh my god! To end the show? Yeah, yeah. 
All right, go, go. In five, <laughs> four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it. Again, five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. Why? We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live. All right. This fucking thing sucks. Yeah. And then when he finally does it, Five, it's so four, cheerful. Three. It's so cheerful. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. <laughs> he sounds so lovely. And he's dragging Sting into the whole thing, too. Ah, uh, shit. Sting. Okay, well, the public could uh, get its first glimpse of outtakes from that recording on Thursday night when the committee plans to offer a bold conclusion in its eighth hearing. Not only did Trump do nothing despite repeated entreaties by uh, senior aides to help end the violence, but he sat back and enjoyed watching it. He reluctantly condemned it in a three-minute speech on the evening of Jan 7, only after the efforts to overturn the 2020 election had failed and after aides had told him that members of his own cabinet were discussing invoking the 25th Amendment to remove him from fucking office. I yeah. wish we could just fast forward to 9 o'clock tonight and see them right now in front of us. I, I know. This is going to be horrifying but entertaining, kind of like watching like a, 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 a Burmese python in a Florida swamp die while it tries to swallow an alligator, you know? Like, you're like, I shouldn't be watching this. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't it's, turn it's, away. Yeah. Liz Cheney, finish him. Yes, right, yes. right. Finish him. Yeah, so why don't we have it now? Don't they know who we are? Don't they don't know they, about this show? Don't they, they understand? They, don't they know who we think we are? <laughs> That's right. Have you ever called anyone, Jody, and said, don't you know who I am? Oh, no, I have a whole thing because I, I there's <laughs> these awards that I've won. Yeah. I've been nominated for an Emmy, and I won a Telly Award, and I also won an Aurora Award. Let me tell oh. you about my Aurora Award. Why I mean, not? Please do. It's yeah. a whole. It's no. It's it's very fun because Emmy telling you about my Aurora Award because it's just like stupid. Like seriously, <laughs> I don't care if you come to my house, you'll see them. Yay! Okay. All right. Well, then that's <laughs> a tease. Care. I'll have to. Yeah. Then I'll yeah, have to. Yeah, you have visit. to come over. <laughs> the Emmy. The Emmy nomination was nice. Yes, I would imagine it was nice getting nominated. I didn't win. Uh, Emmy. Yeah. Uh, but you know. Whatever. I got nominated. Telethon. I got nominated for a podcast award in 2015, and I lost. So how about that? Hey, yeah, I've never yeah. been nominated for a I podcast got. award in 14 years. So fuck you, Bob. <laughs> All right. We're so bitter today. <laughs> totally bitter. Yeah. I thought yeah. I had the world's largest dust bunny under my bed. <laughs> Yay! I called the Guinness Book of World Records, and they said I was a few uh, meters short of diameter. Yeah. <laughs> God, I found a uh, dust bunny under my couch that was the size of a peach, and then I pulled it out and I realized, oh my God, it is a peach. Isn't that gross? <laughs> oh. That's a joke. That's a. <laughs> You're in those commercials like I am, where they're like, "Who's printing out their airline tickets? What are they, Geico commercials?" Oh yeah, like yeah. where the, it's a freezer, it's not a time capsule. I'm the person <laughs> at the the airport that goes, "No, I have a paper ticket," because you know what? Your phone can freeze on you. I'm that guy. Oh, right, right. Yeah, mm. smart. Very, very smart. Okay. Oh, no, Lonnie gave me shit, by the way. Just just to se segue. Mm -hmm. Lonnie gave me shit because I always print out directions whenever we leave town. Yeah. So we were in South Dakota. We landed at like 10 o'clock at night. Where the, it just, South Dakota goes to sleep at 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. And then mm -hmm. there is no GPS on your phone. 
Mm-hmm. And it's dark and we're going up to, you know, in the bowels of, of the Mount Rushmore area. Oh. And so we're driving, you know, through the mountains. It's fucking dark. And I printed directions. Had we not, we wouldn't have made it. There you go. See, it's always good to be prepared. And that's why you continue to mask up. Did Lonnie make fun of you for printing them? Mm -hmm. Oh, he makes fun of me all the time when I print directions. I'm like, dude. (laughs) Um, Big question is, what do we know about the Department of Justice regarding investigations into Donald Trump? We got a ton of new evidence this week coming in from Merrick Garland, who's been talking into microphones for the last uh, 24, 48 hours. So we've got some quotes along those lines. Uh, Obviously, there was that memo that popped up earlier in the week that we've kind of discussed here and there, which... I had no problem with it. I didn't either. Um, It It wasn't... It seems to me... It wasn't saying, I will stop your investigation. Right. It was just saying the department needs to know... Like the head's department. The the head needs to know what the tail is doing. Exactly. The left hand needs to know what the right hand is doing. Shouldn't it always... Well, but also I have one thing I want to say. Sure, I get. I, I you know I watched um, what's his face? Why can't I think of Merrick Garland's talking yesterday about how he wants to you know if you're going to build a case against a formerly sitting president, yeah, you, you got to build a very solid case and move methodically. And I'm just like, dude, I get that and mm-hmm. I understand that and I support you in that. But these yeah. fuckers are fast and sleazy, and the longer we plod the more they get to delete texts mm-hmm. and bury evidence and flush things down the White House plumbing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like there is more than enough on the table in the public record right now yeah. to at least detain him. You know, uh, you know I, what? If they do, it, uh, you know, I, uh, I was talking to somebody on, on my 10-mile walk this morning who, mm-hmm. who had COVID a long time ago. Very nice man with two lovely dogs. Anyway, um, I told him about the president having the COVID, and he's like, I hope he's going to be okay. And then I, he goes, what is, what's going on? I said, look, you, if you're going for the king, you really can't miss. Yeah. And this is still going faster than Watergate. Mm-hmm. which yeah. was nothing. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, absolutely right on that. And also, we have to bear in mind, too, that what Merrick Garland is doing, unenviably, is yeah. blazing a new trail, because this yeah. has never been done before. So what he's no. doing is establishing precedents that, yeah. as we have seen, based on that memo alone, because that was just the repeating of precedent that was established by previous attorneys general. Exactly. What he's doing with this now is setting this on a course where there is like ultimate propriety in terms of it's completely legit. It has to be not just in terms of the politics of it, not just in terms of the political or public perception of it, but also in terms of the inevitability of a Republican AG investigating mm-hmm. a former Democratic president, maybe a Democratic right. president who is adored, that we all love, that we would go to the mat for to defend, and you like want, Donald Trump is for the Trumpers. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You want the aid of some future AG to use the path that was established by Merrick Garland exactly. in in exactly. a best case. Obviously, there's a chance that they would just ignore it and create their own path. And be Bill Barr. Exactly. Or <laughs> they will follow the path established by Merrick Garland. If that's the case, then uh, we can at least know that they're being on the level with the investigation of whoever the Democratic president happens to be. And obviously, they're desperate to investigate Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, related to Burisma and Ukraine and all of that. They're just, they've got that taste in their mouth. So when it comes to what Merrick Garland is doing here, 
it's frustrating because it requires patience and we all want justice. We all want Donald Trump thrown in prison for the rest of his natural life. And that's a fact and no doubt about that. And any lingering delay along those lines narrows the window in which he can do it. And what we know about Donald Trump is he will run out the clock whenever he gets a chance. So let's say Donald Trump is finally charged. Let's say he's finally indicted the day after the midterms this fall. That's like two years and a couple of months for him to be put on trial and convicted with all of his fucking shenanigans to stall that process. I don't know if that's enough time. And we may get more time if American voters do the right thing and either reelect Joe Biden or, or elect a Democrat over whoever the Republican might be. The Republican, by the way, who would pardon Donald Trump and all of Donald Trump's henchmen. Mm. Right. So that's the See, that's the crisis. I think that's the ultimate uh, trash. Com- that's like the Star Wars trash compactor that we're in right now. The narrowing window of time. I just uh, I worry about the Republicans getting control of the. Of Congress in the fall. They can't right now. They can't. We have to stop it. I mean, yeah. we just have to fucking stop it. Yeah. it. We cannot let them. It's the swing states with the, luckily the gerrymandering this year wasn't as bad as we thought. It's just mm-hmm. as bad as it was in 2010. So it's no worse. And yeah. we did it in 2018. Yeah, we can do it again. in Georgia, our fucking pig fucking state legislator guys from down there and, you know, incest holler are mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, they can supersede the vote. Right. They can supersede the secretary I know, that's the problem. I think that should be illegal, by the by, but mm-hmm. more is going dis- to decide that when in October, well, in next year in the summer, mm-hmm. which yeah, means yeah. 24. Mm-hmm. Um, but fuck. Yeah. Well, uh, I've got more things from Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice that might ease our concerns and our worries about uh, when and how Donald Trump will be brought to justice. Got more things. We'll talk what about is that. What is a Valium more salt lick? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> I would like one of those. Go to our Patreon page. You sign up at $5 a month. You get Valium is what you get. Uh, <laughs> No, no. If, if you're pissed off at cable news and other very serious political analysts these days, if you're pissed off at corporate media, here's an outstanding way to support independent media, specifically this podcast. For just five bucks per month, you can support our Patreon page as we guide you through the madness and chaos of our politics. But it's not just about supporting shows like this one. You're also going to get bonus content as a reward for your monthly support. So we're giving back. We're talking about exclusive access to our Shadow Docket show recorded after the end credits on our Tuesday and Thursday shows, including today. You're also going to get access to the Patreon app where you can download the free show and our bonus content. Plus, you can join the discussion with our community of Patreon members in the comments under each show. All that for just $5 per month, pennies per episode. Don't miss out. Again, that's bobseskashow.com. Bookmark it. Send it to all your friends, why don't you? And we thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Jaffe going back to the 1980s for this one. God, I love this track. Marianne Faithful's late music when her voice had dropped an octave, and she sounded so just amazingly good. Do you know what I'm, the uh, album Broken English? Yeah, which singer are you talking about? I missed that. Marianne Faithful. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, this is uh, an unusual track for Matt. Uh, It is uh, a little bit in that uh, 1980s sort of electronica genre, which is great. I love this song. It's called Just an Echo. MattJaffeMusic.com. This is a brand new uh, single from Matt. And, of course, he's one of these guys who, whenever he releases a new single, yep, got to play it. Uh, Bob yeah, Jody's says, over there like, oh, yeah, Marianne Faithful, we had a Pilates class together. <laughs> no, we did not, and I ne- have never done Pilates. I would like to afford to go to Pilates, but I don't do Pilates. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, yeah, bobseska.com slash music to submit your work to the show. Thank you for doing that. Uh, so back to Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice. He was talking into microphones, as I said earlier, uh, in the last 24 hours or so. He said things like, We have to do two things. We have to hold every person who is criminally responsible for trying to overturn a legitimate election, and we must do it in a way that's filled with integrity and professionalism. See also my previous comments about blazing a new trail and making sure that everything is on the level. He also said, we do not do our investigations in public. This is the most wide-ranging investigation and the most important investigation that the Department of Justice has ever entered into. We have to get this right. And I second that sentiment. Uh, He also said, no person is above the law in this country. Donald Trump. There Uh is nothing in the principles of prosecution which prevent us from investigating anyone who is criminally responsible for an attempt to undo a Democratic election. Again, that is aimed directly at Donald Trump's gigantic pumpkin head. Uh, Meanwhile, Deputy AG Lisa Monaco told reporters the other day, we're going to continue to do our job to follow the facts wherever they go, no matter where they lead, no matter what level. And... She also said, we're going to continue to investigate what was fundamentally an attack on our democracy. The Wall Street Journal, meantime, reported over the weekend, the Justice Department is adding prosecutors and resources to its investigation into the actions of former President Donald Trump's allies to overturn the 2020 election as the related congressional hearings have turbocharged interest in Mr. Trump's own role in that effort. 
The Justice Department's team focused on elements of the investigation beyond the violence at the Capitol on Jan 6, 2021, has in recent weeks been given more personnel, office space, and an updated mandate. And we have to underscore the word prosecutors here in all of this. Mm -hmm. Not investigators, prosecutors. One last thing with Merrick Garland. This is a, a back and forth with a reporter that happened, I believe it was either this morning or yesterday. Garland said, okay, look, no person is above the law in this country. Nothing stops us, he said. And then the reporter asked, even a former president? And then Garland responded, you know, I don't know how to say that again. No person is above the law in this country. I can't say it any more clearly than that. There is nothing in the principles of prosecution and any other factors which prevent us from investigating anyone, anyone who is criminally responsible for or for an attempt to undo a democratic election. Fucking A. Yeah. He's, he, you know what? People want to say he's, he's um, feckless. He's yeah. not. No. The motherfucker, no. Oklahoma City bomber. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. the man knows how to no, prosecute. Ivanka is mm-hmm. feckless. She's feckless, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, you know, I'm conspiracy guy on the Ivana. Oh yeah, really? Seriously, Which, she should, was a skier. Yeah. And we just found out she got torso. That's how she blunt force to the torso, falling downstairs, but not her head, ankles, um, arms. Yeah. legs, anything. And by the way, talk screen, did we get that? Because somebody mm-hmm. who's sober and healthy at 73, who knows the stairs where she's walking down, I have to get my conspiracy, would not fall. Conspiracy music for this. Yeah, I know, it's important. But think about it. Like, I know my house, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not drunk, I'm not falling down. Right. Well, it is the night before her kid's deposition before the federal government. Hi. She might have had a couple drinks and a couple Xanaxes so she could sleep. Yeah, but they didn't do a talk screen according to what we've heard from the autopsy. Mm. They didn't release any talks, nor did they say that there was a talk screen. So if she were hammered, fine. That makes sense. Fall down, fine. Uh, I get that. that, Well, you know, and it's like drugs or alcohol makes sense for her falling down, but they just said she had blunt force trauma to her torso only, which okay. is also odd falling downstairs. But wouldn't she slam her body against the stairs themselves as she was rolling down them? Yes, but wouldn't your ankles and your neck but and your arms and your legs arms, away, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, it's not true. just a torso falling down. Like <laughs> maybe if you threw your well, arms, that, that like Helena, a, it's yeah. not like Helena falling down some stairs. That would be especially weird if she was nothing but a torso, like Ivana, like had Helena. Just- <laughs> Had overdone the plastic surgery so much that she was reduced she's to just nothing a but torso. a torso. You know, did you see boxing Helena? She's fucking Helena then, then it's just a torso fall. So. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, seriously, she has legs and arms. So apparently there were no breaks or sprains or bruises mm-hmm. on those parts. It just seems, first off, it was a very quick autopsy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Quicker than uh, that FBI investigation into the Kavanaugh allegations. Thank well, you. And that- and it's just it's just like was she drunk? Because it's like why does a normal healthy heart attack wasn't there, stroke wasn't there, so it was blunt force trauma to her torso. There yeah. was no underlying conditions or alcohol or drugs. Makes no sense to me because if you are in your own home, you know how to walk down your stairs. Mm-hmm. Well, Plus she was a, a skier. Here's the plot that I see in all of this. I, I need to get my conspiracy mm-hmm. music here. Yeah. Oh, yes. Here's, oh. Yeah. 
Um, Wait, hang on. I'll be okay. right back. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know where he's going, but there he goes. Uh, <laughs> here's what I think. I think Donald Trump is exploiting this for sympathy. Uh, yeah. Leading up to probably to fundraise mostly because he did put yep. that fundraising button. Oh my on, god! And yeah. what an ass for right, doing that. Right, right, but, The woman that he cheated on with Marla. Yes, that's just that's my point. Ultimately, Jody, which is and get the tinfoil so I could. Uh, oh, oh you good. Have to make a tinfoil. Now hat? you got it. Okay, awesome. good. Did you yes. make me one too, please? Make one for Jody. Jody gets the biggest of <laughs> yeah, the tinfoil hats. I get the biggest of them. Uh, the one with so the antenna. Right make the antenna on the top. Yes, please. There, there it is. Here's one another one, and then here's. Uh, you've got a pretty massive head there, Bob. Let me just like. You've got a it's very headed. large head. Yeah, that's what. There we go. One of the first okay. things Kimberly ever said to me was, "Bob, you've got a giant head, Bob." And I said, "Yeah, I guess I. I don't know. I never realized that I had a giant head." But regardless, uh, Donald Trump is making a big deal out of this, when in fact he was just such a colossal asshole to Ivana Trump. If you believe what she wrote in her biography yeah. about how he beat the shit out of her after his botched hair transplant surgery, yeah. and then I think raped her. I think that was uh, the allegation that she mm-hmm. later walked back. Dragged her down the stairs by her hair. Oh my God. Pulled hair out and then raped her. Well, maybe yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was the whole thing. Didn't, he was b- mad didn't Bill she O'Reilly recommended the doctor? No, I read this over in great detail because I knew at some point I would need to remember it. But they got into an argument because he was in pain yeah. and he still had a bald patch where he thought that the doctor could close this bald patch on his scalp, which is not a recommended procedure for anyone. Dermatologists mm-hmm. will tell you that it's a terrible idea yeah. to excise a section of scalp and then just sew two pieces of scalp together mm-hmm. because the strain on those pieces of skin will cause the follicles to start dropping the hair, so it makes a bigger bald spot. Yep. Also, the, the muscular and the neuromuscular features and fascia underneath are not meant to do that. Mm-hmm. But anyway. that's I know, mean, that's change. why he's able to pull his hair up, that, that swoop of hair over his forehead. That's why he's able to occasionally say, hey, look, I, it's really my hair. I'm going to pull it up here. And he pulls it up, and you actually see where the hair connects to his forehead. That's that strip. There's like a strip. It's like a weave. Yeah. 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 And that's what but, you end up seeing. So, so gross. But he was in pain and he was upset because it, and it was like the first day or two after the surgery anyway, which, you know, always looks, but he went and confronted her mm-hmm. and said, you know, you did this to me. It's your fucking doctor. I'm going to show you how it feels. And he grabbed a big hank of her hair and started and pulling on it. And he pulled her like out of a chair, down a set of stone stairs oh my God. into the foyer, ripped it out and then forcibly penetrated her. Jesus yeah. Christ, what a great guy. Yeah, I'm sure He's he really guy. Yeah, really misses Ivana. I mean, he did one oh, of these totally. all cap. He did like on uh, Troth Central today. He did like an all caps uh, message to Ivana, like ending in a Wasn't bunch of Wasn't her uh, service I think was today. Yes, yes. Oh, so maybe I wonder why he waited so many days, but maybe he was at the funeral itself. I don't then, think he was. I don't think he would have been invited. I wouldn't I mean well, here, Jody, your hat is in the shape of a swan. Thank uh, you. you or a here. flying pterodactyl. It looks more like a swan. Oh, good. <laughs> Great. Well, we've all got our tinfoil hats now. That's good. I'm still uh, working on yours, Bob. It's the Batman ears are the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dragging people up and down stairs, that's been something that we've heard about before. Because we know Bill O'Reilly was accused of doing that. Bill O'Reilly yeah. was abusing someone and dragging them up and down the stairs. In fact, yeah. 
I made a bit about this years ago. Uh, you know those uh, those chairlift things that you install on your stairs in case you can't walk up the stairs. You take a a, a chairlift up the stairs. Well, yeah. I made a bit yeah. for the Bill O'Reilly neck lift <laughs> because he was dragging people upstairs by the neck. I'm old. I have arthritis in my hips and my feet, and I can't walk down my stairs no more. I tried those stair chair contraptions, but they aggravate my prostrate. I don't know what to do. Don't worry, old timer. From the makers of the stair chair comes the patented Bill O'Reilly neck lift, the easy electronic way to get up and down the stairs. Oh, I love Bill O'Reilly's television program. Help me get down my stairs, Bill O'Reilly neck lift. Just clamp the durable space-age cervical loop around your neck until it's tight and cozy. <coughs> and don't forget to click the no escape locking mechanism. <coughs> and you're all set. Now press the go button on the no spin zone control pad and let the Bill O'Reilly neck lift glide you down the stairs. Amazing! I can't feel my lower extremities no more. Fuck you, Bill O'Reilly necklift. Right you are. I'm medical Dr. Jackman. I recommend the Bill O'Reilly necklift to all my patients in exchange for an ample kickback. We've demonstrated how the Bill O'Reilly necklift can safely carry you down the stairs, but... What if I want to go up the stairs, too? The Bill O'Reilly necklift does that, too. Oh, my name is Gladys Del Vecchio, and I need help going up the stairs. But I can't afford a fancy stair chair like on the television. What am I to do? Just clamp the durable space-age cervical loop around your neck. <laughs> and don't forget to click the no escape locking mechanism. And you're all set. Now press the go button on the no spin zone control pad and let the Bill O'Reilly neck lift glide you up the stairs. Stupendous. I'm gonna sue you until your asshole bleeds. It's the Bill O'Reilly <laughs> neck lift. Order today by calling 1-800-NECKLIFT and leave off the last T for, hey MFR, I want more iced tea. Call now. The Bill O'Reilly neck lift is not responsible for catastrophic spinal cord injuries, decapitations, crushed larynxes, broken bones, impacted vertebrae, dislocated skulls, or neck rug burns. Bill O'Reilly, The O'Reilly Factor, The Factor for Kids, and Parent Company Fox News Channel don't give a shit about you or your stupid neck. All right. <laughs> Old man, right, you that pulled that out. Just enough time to get the ears right on the Batman hat. <laughs> right. Bob, can you see if the eye holes are in the right place? Right on. Oh, that's perfect. You look great. Excellent. I'm glad I was able to offer some cover, some extra time for you, David. Uh, Definitely like more Christian Bale. <laughs> okay, here it's uh, we're going from uh, crazy to even sillier here on the show. Uh, reason number infinity why we have to work our asses off to win this November. Uh, I'm talking about Dan Cox. And I'm the, one of the you reasons. You just want to say Cox. That's right. I'm just, I'm interested in repeating his last name over and over again. You know, Dan. What Cox are that? Cox. I, I don't know those Cox. Dan Cox and his whole Cox family. Are they related to George Cox, who so, I went to grammar school with? Yeah. And his followers, all the followers of Cox. Cox voters. <laughs> so Dan the Cox The newly emergent part of the family Monkey Cox <laughs> <laughs> So many David titles. David wins. David wins. So many titles, David. So yeah. many titles. Well, this guy's kind of terrifying because he got the nomination from the Republican Party of Maryland to be governor of this state. He'll be running Sorry. against, you know what? I'm not sure who the Democratic nominee is yet. It was too close to call last time I checked, and I haven't updated that information. But regardless, the Republican nominee for governor is Dan Cox. And Dan Cox is QAnon. He's a 9-11 truther. He chartered buses to the Ellipse rally on January 6th. He's like Maryland's version of uh, Doug Mastriano. 
who's the crackpot Republican uh, nominee for governor in Pennsylvania. Man, it would be sweet if he got arrested in the middle of the debate. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be awesome? What You know, the question I have for both of you is this. In the case of Dan Cox, I know for a fact that the Democratic Party has been kind of pulling an Operation Chaos with Dan Cox because I think they uh, want to run against Dan Cox to actually they, they be easy to beat. They think so because they pulled a, a what what Rush Limbaugh tried to yeah, do. Yeah, Operation with Chaos. Clinton. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. it's a whole like register if it's a closed primary, register as a Republican mm-hmm. and then vote for the crazy one. What do you think of this strategy, Jody? Do you think this is a um, sound strategy by the Democratic well, Party? Well, you live to- there, so you tell me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, just in a general sense, should we be making it more possible that these people could actually win? I mean, the thing that always haunts me is that we thought Donald Trump was a surefire victory for the Democrats in 2016. But, but hi, hi, we hi. had, hi, <laughs> we <know>. had. First <laughs> off, 35 years of Hillary Clinton bashing. Uh huh. And he only won the primary because he had 17 people That's in the primary. true. Because had it been a George Bush or, or what, uh, Jeb Bush or a Marco Rubio, it would have been a tighter race, yeah. certainly. And that person wouldn't have made us crazy. Um, he would have been bad if he had won legally. Yeah, I know, but I... The crazies are losing to the Sains. Yeah. And I would rather if we're going to if we're going to is your state purple? Maryland is quite blue. I mean Okay, then don't fucking worry. Okay, but but there's always there's always okay, that the, risk. Here's my response. Okay. Let's pretend mm-hmm. that you have a vial of smallpox. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and um okay. uh you know, it's one of the last on earth. It's extremely deadly. It's mm. weaponized. It could kill millions of people. And you yeah. know that. You also have a fake vial of smallpox that looks exactly like it Mm -hmm. that you wave around to scare people Mm -hmm. in hopes that this will make them somehow more aware of smallpox as a threat and will drive them away from the idea that we should normalize smallpox or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But you keep them in the same box and you pull them out and you wave them around. And then one day, by some weird freak series of accidents, you drop one of them and you can't remember which one it was. Uh, that's yeah. what this feels like to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like it shatters on the floor and then you're like, oh shit. Because it just like, it just takes a couple of votes here and there. It just takes a little bit of sleaziness. It just takes the Democratic candidate being revealed in blackface in college and <sighs> you Great end point. up with one of yeah. these people. In you're not power. wrong. Yeah. You're absolutely not wrong. This is why I don't run. It's a gigantic It's a gigantic This is why I don't run because of the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't run because I'm lazy and it makes me sweat and it hurts, but um. <laughs> Well, there's that. Well, the, I mean, but but literally I don't run for office because of what we talked about earlier. I, I understand the strategy and I get, I get the, the calculus, but it's just a huge roll of the dice because the potential for disaster is colossal. I mean, this is Maryland forgot. This is blue Maryland. And can you imagine suddenly having a QAnon 9-11 truther, an insurrectionist as governor of this state? Yeah, sure, this state legislature would block him every chance he got. But our Cox governor, our Governor Cox, 
would, would still have the biggest megaphone in the state. <laughs> yeah. He's still a cox. Big cox with a big uh He's big got megaphone. a big cox going there. So, you know, I mean, his cox is going to work, hopefully. Um, just, because it should work. I, just, I, I hope he drives many. a Prius. Because his <laughs> cox is big enough to just drive a Prius. Well, and it's fact, not just... He doesn't even need his feet to reach the pedals. Exactly. Um, but let me just say, like, I mean, I've done a lot of crazy, stupid things in my life. I've taken a lot of wide risks. Mm-hmm. I've taken odds that no sane person would take. And it has been my experience that this plan is so crazy, it just might work. Only works in episodes of The A-Team and movies with Burt Reynolds. <laughs> right. Like... Yeah. It just like I just yeah, supporting someone who is genuinely dangerous for office. Like I said, there could just be like one little weird slip up of the Democrats' part, yep. and they could get savaged by the mainstream press, and you can end up with Governor Cox. I know that's why we need to um, vet our Democratic candidates. Yeah, like in in my city right now, it's a runoff between Caruso and and Bell. Caruso is a hardcore Republican that's running as a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's a runoff now between him and Karen Bell. And it's like, mm, he's a fucking wolf in sheep's clothing, kids. And they're like, oh, the Democrats suck in this city. I'm sorry, this city is way better run than most large cities in the country. Trust me. Yeah. As bad as our homelessness is, it's because the weather is good. That's mm-hmm. the only reason, yeah. by the way, because people move here because it's easier to live. And yes, homelessness sucks in this city. It totally sucks. But that's also Reagan. I mean, there's so much shit that happened because of Reagan mm-hmm. in this state in particular, why we don't have people being taken care of. And then you've got Rick Caruso, who is anti-abortion and all this shit. And it's like, oh, we love him because he wants to lower our taxes to help you with the homeless. <laughs> yeah. Lowering right. taxes doesn't help with the homelessness, kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We don't have a Democratic nominee yet. It's okay. uh, it's down to, I think, Tom Perez and who's the other Ooh. candidate? Wes Moore, I think is his name. I'm going I to like the- Tom Perez, but he just is uh, I've met him. He's lovely. Yeah, I voted for Tom Perez. Yeah, it's Wes Moore. He's a best-selling author backed by Oprah Winfrey. So it's- He'll probably, and it'll be a close thing, but yeah. I mean, I love Mr. Perez. He's an amazing human being. I've yes, met him once in Stephanie's basement. Right. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, I don't think he has whatever Cox's charisma, charisma is. He doesn't have the charisma of a Cox. That's- he doesn't have that. I yeah. mean, he's lovely and he's very smart and please vote for him, kids. Well, there's if all- he wins it. There's also another guy, Michael Petruka, Petrutka, I think his name is. Who is a neo-Confederate activist, and he has oh, won no. won the Republican nomination for Maryland Attorney General. Oh, so no. that's exactly what you need is a fucking cosplayer Attorney General. Man, the crazy parts of this fucking state, man. <laughs> they really have, wow. a, have chosen some winners to run for them, but um, I think the chances of them winning are slim. I'm talking about the Republicans, whether it's Petrutka so. or Cox. But uh, it's just a, it's a huge risk for the Democrats to be doing their own little Operation Chaos. It's big just to, yeah. It is a huge, especially with the governor. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, you important. And, and David. I'm against it. <laughs> right. I don't think they're going to find a video of Tom Perez in blackface. I hope not. No. But 
But I, dude, I mean, the point just, stands though. The yeah. point definitely stands for too absolutely. much danger. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, Pete Buttigieg versus Congressman Troy Nels. Pete wins flawless victory. Back with more show right after these words. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. a big candidate for a song of the summer. Love this song. A brand new single from yeah from the Metal Birds. That's uh, birds birds with a Y in there. Single is called Vicious Circle. Thoughtmetalbirds.com. Link in the description, of course, to support both the Metal Birds and Matt Jaffe. That's where you go. Go to bobseska.com. Click on the episode for the show that you that you're looking for. And then in there, we've got all the links for the independent bands that we play on the show. Or at least that episode, whatever the episode might be. So Bob's- it wasn't my single you were teasing up very earlier in the show. Was that? When you were talking about we're going to get a sneak peek at a new single, I was like, is he going to play that song that I sent him? Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I wouldn't play any of your music without your permission. Like, uh, Well, now I'm a little disappointed, to tell you the truth. But. <laughs> Well, it was a it was a rough draft, right? I mean, that's it what is you're, a rough draft. That's what you sent me. Sounds All pretty right. good. Yeah, it does sound good. It is a is a good recording. And uh, but I I will wait. I'll be patient and wait for the final version because we, we want to blow. We want to knock people's socks off. Exactly. <laughs> I almost yeah, said right. we want to blow people's socks off, which would be very very difficult, scared. requiring lots of lung capacity. I think. 
Um, okay, so uh, Secretary Pete Buttigieg was uh, sitting for a congressional hearing yesterday, and he was asked by this asshole, Troy Nels, he's from the Texas 22nd, about Joe Biden falling off his fucking bike. This is still a fucking thing with the Republicans, oh, yeah, isn't it? it Joe is Biden still fall- a fucking thing. Uh, Joe Biden fell off his bike. <laughs> the, everyone falls off. Everyone who bike rides more than... They're fucking schoolyard bullies. I mean, really, yeah. it's like... And they have no real fuck-ups to point at, so mm-hmm. that's what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. They can't I, be like, oh, he put Mexican kids in cages at the border, or, oh, he, you know, shrink-wrapped $8 billion and flew it into Iraq during a war and yeah. can't account for it. Like, so, oh, he fell off his bike. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's see the the former guy even get on a bike. Yeah. Thank you. That's what Pete Buttigieg said. Go. go yeah, Bob, exactly. Go. Here is uh, Pete Buttigieg destroying Troy Nels in this hearing, and, of course, Troy Nels wouldn't shut up and let Pete talk, but, you know, he still, he nailed him. President Biden's mental state, and for good reason. Sadly, he shakes hands with ghosts and imaginary people. No, he doesn't. No, no, no. He was gesturing. He was gesturing to, to the people seat. that were there. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Uh, assholes. He falls off bicycles. Even at the White House. He f- fell off a bicycle once. One. I have fallen off my bicycle. I mean, apart from being hit by a car and falling off because right. of that, I've fallen off my bicycle three different times. Two of them when I was at a complete fucking stop. Yep. Because of my... my you sh- have the locks, right? Yes, I have the cleats that attach to the binding on the pedals that you have to I twist your I don't understand why you do that. That just seems weird. Well, because you get more of a pull when you swing your leg upward. Yeah, you pull it's just the pedal not safe. Upward. I yeah, don't get yeah. it. I don't get it. It's weird, But you get used to it. Early on, when I w- fell over at a complete stop, it was because I was just getting used to the clipless pedals. But uh, there was one time last year where I was climbing up a hill on my bicycle. my I lost my chain. My chain dropped off and my <gasps> pedals clamped up so I couldn't turn right. my pedals. And fortunately, I was going very, very slowly because of course I'm you know, going uphill. And I ended up falling over, falling over sideways on my bike, like a tree falling in the forest, fell over <laughs> into some grass, ended up getting a tick on me, ended up getting Lyme disease because of that tick. Uh, fortunately, you know, antibiotics got the Lyme disease, but that was just the la- like the latest what example. What a chain of events. I'm like, this is like a, you know, for yeah. one of a nail, the like, shoe was whoa, lost for one right. of a shoe. The horse was lost for yeah. one of the horse. The battle was lost. I was like, you killed okay. the king, Bob. I shouted, Clavin, ladies. I'm falling over on my fucking bike. But that's all to say at uh, whatever I was last year, 50, I was 50 last year. Um, fell over on my bike, just like Joe Biden did. Because Joe Biden, it doesn't have the clipless pedals, but he's got those toe clips. They called, they're called toe clips. They're like cages right. that are on the mm-hmm. pedals that you stick the, the one end of your foot into, and it holds your foot to the pedal. And he couldn't get his foot out in time, and he fell over. It happens to the fucking Tour de France professional peloton all the goddamn time. So go fuck yourself. That was a little bit of a tangent, but uh, getting back to Mayor Pete. No, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Here's uh, uh, this asshole Troy Nels and uh, Secretary. This happened to Easter. Secretary Pete. White uh-huh. House Two and a half Easter celebration. Yeah. The Easter Bunny had to guide him back into his safe place. Cue cards that say "sit here" or "end of speech," oh, God. which he actually states. That is, if he stays awake. So my question for you is, sir. 
Have you spoken with any other cabinet members about implementing the 25th Amendment? See, this is, okay, this 25th Amendment thing, this whole thing about Joe Biden uh, having dementia or whatever it is, you know what this is? This is the, I it's know you are, but what am I? It's bombing. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, it's, about, it's projection. Well, it's, it's projection, but what they're doing is they're taking everything that we said about Donald Trump for four years and recycling it. It's the, I know you are, but what am I gambit. They're taking all of those criticisms and recycling them to get payback. This is all payback but my, against my question is, when there was a transportation hearing, mm-hmm. did Democrats ever ask the transportation secretary, Chow, yeah. were she and others thinking about the 25th Amendment? Yeah. And how come that Donald she couldn't get Trump. down a ramp by himself? Mm-hmm. I mean, the question is, is like, did we ask, did Democrats ask Chow, mm-hmm. are you or anybody else in your cabinet 18 months in thinking of the 25th Amendment. I don't think so at a transportation hearing Yeah, that Democrats asked Elaine Chow those questions. <laughs> right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm spitballing here. We can find the audio if it exists. Uh-huh. But well, I don't think it does. Well, there was plenty of cause to ask the question. That's for sure. Well, Donald- there was cause to ask the question with Donald Trump, but not that's in a I mean. transportation exactly. hearing. It's like, it's like, seriously, dude, that's you're wasting questions on that shit? <laughs> right, right. Okay, getting back to this tape. About implementing the 25th Amendment on President Biden. First of all, I'm glad to have a president who can ride a bicycle. Oh, and oh, I will look beyond the, the insulting nature of that question and make Thank clear you. to you that the president have of the United States... Have you spoken to any other cabinet not. members about implementing the 25th Amendment on President Biden? The, of course please not. Please allow the witness to know. Have you emailed... This is my time. Have you emailed any members with the, the executive States. branch about the president's health the or cognitive decline, including text messages from your private or phone? Boss, as I have I figured the pleasure of working with. What about a political appointees at USDOT? Have you spoken about gentleman's time has expired? I couldn't hear the question. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mayor Pete. Yeah, he gets one of these. Fatality. Fatality. Yeah, exactly right. Not all gay guys, but many gay guys Mm. grow up. Having to play verbal tiddlywinks with nosy people yeah. who are cowards, who don't want to come out and ask the real question, and will yeah. try to box you into a corner with their fucking weak-ass arguments and their, like, half-assed, ham-fisted attempts to humiliate you, mm-hmm. and Pete has just got that down. He's oh, yeah. Like, nope. Yep. No, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear your question. Next. Yeah. You know, I, like- I didn't hear the question. That was so amazing. And- that's just the thing. Uh, Pete Buttigieg is one of the only Democrats who routinely goes on Fox News Channel and sticks it to those rat bastards. He I does. Mean, every single time. He nails Why them. does he keep getting booked? I, I mean, know. What are they that's, thinking? A, <laughs> that's what's amazing about because it. They keep asking him I back. I strongly suspect uh-huh. that there is a layer of talent. There are like the people on the top who we see on the cameras at Fox News, and then the people who have to book them and deal with them and their personalities and uh-huh. their tantrums. And these people probably are like, we're going to just go ahead and get Pete Buttigieg to whoop up on Chris Wallace this week because Chris has been getting on my nerves since Thursday. That's right. You know, yeah. like. It's payback for the bosses. That's what it sounds yep. like to me. Yeah. Well, it's great. And and Pete uh, does it every single time. And I, he, when I hear him talk, when I hear him on Fox News Channel or this tape in particular, I just like, 
Yeah. Uh, By the way, breaking news. Fox News will not carry Thursday's primetime January 6th committee hearing. Oh, nice. Of course, as predicted. Which means that Tucker Carlson will again lose in the ratings. Right, right. Well, what I was going to say about uh, Pete is, uh, you know, I would put him toward the top of my list, if not at the top of my list, for future presidential favorites. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Beto O'Rourke is up there. Mm -hmm. Stacey Abrams is up there. My governor. The perennial, yeah. Oh, my God. Gavin Newsom, the perennial favorite of mine is... A long shot, admittedly, but that'd be Michelle Obama. Um, oh, she ain't. She's not interested. I know she's not she interested. Doesn't. But I mean, if if I had my druthers, <laughs> if I could, <laughs> if I could determine who the nominee would be, I'd say uh, Mrs. Obama. I think it's your time. I will said that like uh, Barack Obama himself. You know, look, uh, Michelle, I think it's your, your time, time to uh, run for president, and uh, it'll maybe do it uh, you know, later after Joe Biden's done, after uh, Biden finishes. Okay, enough silliness for today. We got the shadow docket coming up next. More things. Got lots of things left over from the free portion of today's show that we got to shove over into the shadow docket, which is what we normally do every Tuesday and Thursday. $5 a month on our Patreon page gets you the shadow docket program. You can just go right now to bobseskashow.com or if you'd like, patreon.com slash bobseskashow. Either of those links will get you to our Patreon page where you scroll on down, it's right there. You'll see a box. It'll say uh, Shadow Docket Shows, and it'll tell you all the things you get for your $5 a month, including the Shadow Docket, and a whole lot more. So go right now. Do it. I mean, really, $5 a month. It's a bargain at twice the price. We pass the savings on to you. I have no idea what any of that meant. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's see. We're going to talk about, uh, oh, Donald Trump pressuring the Speaker of the Wisconsin General Assembly. Uh, Let's see what else. Steve Bannon in the news. We're going to be talking about uh, Stephen K. Bannon. Stephen K. Bannon. Yeah, that's coming up next. Let's see what else. Let's see what else. See what else. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, John Cleese talking about wokeness. we got to talk about John Cleese talking about wokeness. It's coming up on the Shadow Rocket Show. Patreon.com slash Bob Show. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye.